Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing I've entitled Love in the Word. 43 years ago, I got my first Bible for Christmas, just three days before my sixth birthday. My very own Bible, I thought. How I love to hold it in my little hands, turn the pages, look at the few colored pictures, and try to understand the meaning of the King James text. I think I've been at a distinct advantage in my life because I grew up believing and accepting the Bible as the Word of God. I never really doubted it. Oh sure, in college I tested it in different ways. I asked myself, how could this or that be kind of questions? Is it really possible? Creation in seven days? And that sort of thing. In short order though, my conclusion was the same. The pages of scripture contain the thoughts and words of God. And because I believe that is true, no other book on my shelf compares. Later, in college, I took theology classes, Old and New Testament survey classes, and those served to shore up my thinking. But the Bible really began to pop for me when I began to boldly share my faith experience with someone, and then he would shoot back at me with some skeptical or scoffing statement. It was then that I saw the Bible was defensible and solid, and when combined with apologetics, is an indomitable force. Apologetics? Apologetics simply is a logical, reasonable defense of the gospel. So again, if you combine the defense and the solid um, truths of scripture, and you shore it up with reasonable, logical arguments for archaeology, etc., um, you, you can't come up against it. Take, for instance, one night when I had gone to the home of a businesswoman in our community who had been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. I went there to pray for healing. Well, that all went swell until her attorney husband came home and thought the little visiting pastor woman deserved some heckling. You Christians, you're so arrogant, he said, believing Jesus is the only way to God. How amazing that I knew what Jesus had said to such a statement. And so I said back, well, actually, I didn't say it. Jesus did. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through me. So, and I looked at him, Joe, I didn't say it. He did. I guess that's good enough for me. Well, there was a good deal more said than that, but that gives you the idea. You see, friends, we all live our life on some kind of standard. You know what I'm saying? In my family, we play a lot of Scrabble, and the gold standard for Scrabble is the dictionary. For my life, the standard is the Bible. My retort to him was just the beginning. The Bible is defensible, supported by scientific, archaeological, and historic evidence. Charles Colson had this to say, Examined objectively, the claims of the Bible are rational propositions, well supported by reason and evidence. It is really valuable to have a basic understanding of what you're holding in your hands. So let's take a look. The Old Testament is a written record of the history of Israel, written between 1440 B.C. and about 400 B.C. Keep in mind, it is not ordered chronologically. There are 39 books in the Old Testament, which can be classified under three different uh, groupings. The first is the Law of Moses, and it's the first five books or what the Jews call the Torah. The prophets include Joshua, Judges, Samuel, the Kings, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, 
and 12 minor prophets. Then there are the writings, which include Psalms, Proverbs, Job, Song of Solomon, Ruth, Lamentations, Ecclesiastes, Esther, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, and the two Chronicles. The Protestant Church accepts identically the same Old Testament books as the Jews did, and as Jesus and the Apostles accepted. The Roman Catholic Church, since the Council of Trent in 1546, includes 14 books of the Apocrypha also. There are 400 years between the Testaments. They're sometimes called the 400 years of silence, in which God did not speak. Now, the New Testament was finished before 100 AD. Knowing that is critical to supporting the veracity of Scripture. It's contained in 27 books. And even though as you hold in your hand and you're thinking Old Testament, New Testament, it only covers less than 100 years as opposed to um, 1,000 years in the Old Testament. Well, we have the Gospels, the four Gospels, which record the birth, life, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ, and his training of the disciples. And then there's the history of the early church, and it spread through Mediterranean lands. And then the letters are also called the epistles. So after Paul's conversion on the Damascus Road, which is recorded in Acts 9, we're able to read his letter to the churches, letters to the churches, which we have been studying, actually. And then finally, there's the Apocalypse, which is the book of Revelation written by the Apostle John when he was exiled on the island of Patmos. The New Testament was written by the apostles of Jesus Christ or companions of the apostles. This means that the authors were either eyewitnesses of the events they described or they recorded eyewitness firsthand accounts. That's critical. It's valuable to know that the first three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, were written at a time when many were alive who could remember the things Jesus said and did. And many would still be alive when the fourth one, John, was written as well. They would have been refuted and the writers discredited if they recounted or represented falsehoods. So I say to myself, Scripture, it is defensible. While the Bible is inspirational and useful for instruction and application to our lives, all of that's true, it is also able to be defended. You now have a position that you can undergird with truth when talking to a skeptic. The Gospels were written, again, when people were alive who could have refuted them, their claims about Jesus' life, death, miracles, and resurrection. The Bible is one marvelous book. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Love in the Word.